This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Hello everybody, really happy to be doing a solo episode. I feel like it's been a hot minute since I had a solo episode drop. So today's going to be more of a life update and just sharing kind of what I'm going through that's tied into business and life and just the season I'm in because I want to be supportive of others who may be going through the same thing. And it's interesting because I've had very mixed feelings about recording this episode because I feel like I'm still in the middle of a lot of shit. And I know I'm like being very vague right now, but I will get into the nitty gritty. And so it's very hard for me to be able to articulate myself well and share the gifts of the experience, if that makes any sense. So we are in the 10th month of the year. I honestly don't know where the fuck the year went and it's really interesting to see how last year and if you haven't listened to this podcast episode I would highly recommend it and I'll put it in the show notes. It was specifically the episode where I talked about creating your yearly intentions by leveraging your gene keys and this episode has hundreds of downloads because it's a really good episode. And so last year in December, or it might have dropped the beginning of January, I can't remember now, I recorded this episode and I chose two words to represent the experience that I wanted to have this year. And those two words were collaboration and simplicity. And it's so funny because when I choose these words, my brain makes up a story about how I think it's going to go. And it's gone completely fucking left field and also in the most beautiful way possible. It's like in a very beautiful left field (laughs) of abundance of like things being torn apart and ripped down and I'm learning to embrace it. So the two words, collaboration and simplicity, what I've experienced this year in terms of my business is the collaborations have been unbelievable. I have been doing summits, I've been doing podcast interviews, I've been invited into memberships and programs to lead a session about human design or gene keys in business. I hosted my first human design and business event in Victoria in person. And it's just been really beautiful making all of these connections. That's something that I really deeply value and it's it's been showing up in my life. And I think that The collaboration piece has also tied into some major shifts that I've had in my intimate relationships and also just, I'm actually going to be diving into this, I'm going to be talking about past trauma, I'm going to be talking about money as well, but you're going to see where the story goes as I continue recording this. And so I've been experiencing collaborations in a business sense, but then also just allowing myself to be supported by people in my life, by Guillaume, my fiance, and by actually, so... I guess it was yesterday, the day that I'm recording this is October 5th, October 4th was the first day I started trauma therapy. So I'll get into that in a bit. 
But that's been really interesting, witnessing the collaborations that's been coming through. And then simplicity. So when I look at simplicity, it's been incredible. Simplicity is really rooted in the pearl sequence when you're looking at the gene keys and that pearl sphere specifically is really just stripping away all the drama in life and just getting really clear on the abundance that you have right now in this moment in your life. And so what's been really interesting with simplicity is like my intention and has been every year with my business is to scale, to intentionally make more income every year because I desire to, but then there's also the should, you know, oh, you should be making more money every year in your business. And this year has been very challenging. And that's part of the deconstruction. That's part of the left field, what the fuck situation that I've been dealing with. And I've really had to sit with a lot of shame, a lot of defeat, a lot of doubt. But the simplicity that came through was over the last several months, really birthing a signature program that I had actually talked about last December. And it's called the Illuminated Entrepreneur. That's as of today's date, that's what it's called. That might change in the future, but this is just where I'm at. So I'm going to, I'm going to use the name. And I've really been focusing on, you know, instead of constantly launching different things every month and going through the massive roller coaster of launching, it's just like focus on one signature program where I work intimately with clients and I stay in my zone of genius, the way that I interpret human design and gene keys in business. And with that, it's like a lot of things fell away. A lot of things, even just consistent income fell away. There was a lot of just, you know, interactions or I started doing things differently in the sense I started following people again on social media because I wanted to build relationships with people and not do the zero followings anymore. And it's just been, it's been a lot to navigate. And it's really interesting because with some of the women that I follow online who have successfully scaled a program or an offer that they have like they really talk about the challenges that come in the beginning and how how quickly people give up because they think that it should work the first time when they launch it or they reveal it or if it doesn't scale quick enough or if it's like a hot sell at first but then slows down there's something wrong with it and so I've just really been navigating this and coming back to simplicity and always coming back to, you know, when the mind drama kicks in and it's like, oh, this month was slow or, oh, this post or this interaction or this collaboration didn't go the way that I thought it would is coming back to the simplicity and coming back to the intention of the pearl sequence, which is to be of service. And so it's really been like the interactions that I've been having, the way I share about my services have just come back to the simple point of, okay, whether or not somebody decides to work with me, as long as I leave this on a note where they feel empowered, then that's fine. You know, there was a recent discovery call that I had with someone who is lo a lovely person and I knew that it wasn't the time for us to be working together. But instead of just saying that and being rude about it, it was like, I'm going to send you some resources and I've got some things for you that are going to support you exactly where you are right now. And like my door is always open. And that's something that has really been a beautiful experience this year is like creating these connections with people again the collaboration but then keeping it simple and knowing this is my zone of genius not going and doing things that I think I should be doing like launching certain things or certain price points at certain price points or 
settling a certain way. It's like always coming back. You know, I feel like this is a very hermit year for me. You know, I'm a 6-2 sacral generator. And actually at the beginning of the year, somebody told me that the theme for this year was going to be hermit. And I've really felt myself pull back. And so it's been difficult because I had all these financial goals this year. And what actually happened was that I had all these goals specifically to pay off debt. And it got to the point where I was like, I need to consolidate my debt and isolate it and like cut everything off and just redefine my means and come back to the simplicity of my business and just like really go into the foundation of everything and build it up rather than focusing on scaling to massive numbers, right? Or getting really hooked on consistent months and uh, like preparing for the ebbs and flows rather than being delusional and trying to manifest from this place of ludicrous when there, there needs to be more structure and strategy involved. And that's been really challenging because simultaneously what happened at the beginning of this year, which may seem unrelated at first, but you're going to see how I'm going to loop it back around. So the beginning of this year, I've shared in previous podcast episodes and I've been sharing in my Instagram stories, I've had a very tumultuous relationship with my biological dad. And it's now being in my 30s and having more awareness, being an adult, being a woman who is going to eventually be a mother and like seeing parenting from a different light, I have realized that I actually had a lot of mental and emotional abuse growing up and it's now haunting me. And what I mean by haunting is I mean I literally will wake up probably a couple of days a week in the middle of the night and just be ruminating and like awake, tossing and turning, unable to sleep because I'm thinking about the interactions that I've had with my dad and what happened in January is there was a conflict. He blocked me on Facebook. I decided to reach out in September for his 60th birthday, left him a loving voice message and he never responded. Guillaume reached out to him and asked him if he was willing to chat. He said no. So I've been in this state of I'm trying to, to create a healthy relationship with my father and he's unwilling to have a conversation and you know there's a lot of narcissism in there like legitimately there's alcohol there's just a lot of mental health issues and so where this ties into the story is that I really started to see these layers come in that the relationship that I have with money is very similar to the relationship that I have with my father and this is one of the reasons why I started going to trauma therapy because I started to see that you know, I'm going through these challenges in my business right now in this season. There's a lot of things burning to the ground and there's a lot of defeat, exhaustion, being resigned, being a victim, being frustrated, like a lot of heavy energy. And then I see this, you know, when I'm in conflict with my biological dad and I have all the baggage from my childhood, it's like same thing, it's exhausted, defeated, resigned, like it is what it is, it's never going to change. And I'm like, holy fuck, you know, we try to sometimes create certain aspects of our life to be beautiful and we think we can compartmentalize, but we can't. And I realized I had a really big breakthrough back in May where I have always been very independent, even with my finances and things in my business. Like if I take on debt, if I take risk, like I, I pay for everything myself, like you know, if I, I got a line of credit at one point, it was under my name. I had no co-signers. And I've just always been very independent, hyper-independent. 
because, and I realized this because all of a sudden I had a really powerful conversation with Guillaume and I was like really straight with him about, you know, the debt that I had and that I was starting to feel overwhelmed and he got really triggered naturally and rightfully so because I wasn't being completely open I was trying to figure it out myself, but it was, it was crazy. I'll never forget this moment. We're in the kitchen and you know, I've got like tears coming down my face. Like he's in like the masculine, I need to fix it mode. Like we need to fix this right now. And, and then all of a sudden I just looked at him and I said, I think that I have been unable to be open with you about my finances and my money because I have this story and this belief that it's not safe with men to talk about money or to rely on them with money because of the relationship that I had with my dad growing up. And just to give a bit a backstory, you know, my parents were separated at a young age. My dad paid minimal child support. He never spent a dime to support me in university. He just, he just did the bare ass minimum. Like I could never ask him for money, even if I needed it ever. And I never would. And so this was playing into my relationship with Guillaume and it was fucking everything up. I had no partnership. I was isolating myself. I was drowning myself and that's what was happening in terms of dealing with the trauma that was haunting me in my relationship with my dad it was it was I was isolated I've been drowning like yesterday when I had that first therapy session I was like you know first session you start sharing stories and things so that obviously that you know my therapist like knows what the fuck is going on and I'm just like yeah like I've literally just been harboring this like my entire life and it's like I if I never felt safe with the you know and I know that this is typical gender roles but I think it let's talk about an energy the masculine energy which is typically representing like safety and security like I never had that with my dad growing up so how the fuck am I supposed to have that with money when money is a resource that can bring safety and security right when you actually look at the intention of having a business of course it is to be of service and in return, we make money. And when we make money, it, it does create that freedom, but it brings first and foremost, safety and security. If you think about when you make money, the first thing you're going to do is make sure that you pay so that you have food and a fucking roof over your head. Like that is just your basic needs being met. And so back to the kitchen. And I said this to Guillaume, like I just had tears coming down my face because I had finally got the impact of isolating myself for 33 years and not taking responsibility for the tumultuous turmoil that was going on inside of me when it came to money and I just continued isolating myself and isolating myself and chaining myself down and that was really the start of creating this beautiful relationship and having conversation about debt and having conversation about simplifying my business and you know, there was other people in my life who were offering to help me in business and I was refusing it because I just couldn't see things differently, which is hilarious because I have an open ajna. But here's the other thing, the nuance is that having a defined G-Center, when I'm in a direction and I believe in it and I identify with something, it's very hard for me to change that and it can take me time. And so that's where the collaboration started coming in. I just realized the complexity that I had around money and my relationship with men and the trauma coming up from my past and it's like holy fuck like probably listening to this and thinking holy shit this woman does not have her shit together (laughs) 
this is probably why I had the resistance to record this episode. But I really feel that I'm just like it's you know that I'm a six two. So I feel like I'm sitting on the top of a cliff right now and I'm just looking out on my life and I'm like, wow, like I can I can see the patterns that have played out for so long, like unconsciously around money and my relationship and communication and it's like when we look at the possibility of taking 100% responsibility for ourselves, you know, it's like, yes, we can consider that in many ways, you know, I'm a woman. There's marginalization in the terms of like, I don't have the same experience or access to things the way that a man would the, when he starts a business or the same education. Like, yes, there's things that can play into that. But at the end of the day, I made the decisions that I made with my money that got me to where I am right now. And now it's been incredible, like taking 100% responsibility, doing the debt consolidation, having conversations with people about money, being responsible. Like it's October and I've already started organizing how to file my taxes next year. And so... One of the other things that's really interesting with this is looking at all these moving pieces, like looking at what's happened in my business and what's pushed me into like simplifying things and what's pushed me into taking responsibility for my inner landscapes and my relationship with my dad and with finances is this has really shown me that for many years, when it comes to manifestation, I don't want to say that I've been doing it wrong, but I think I was delusional. When I look back on my journals and the things that I've written and just sometimes what I see online of just manifesting money or manifesting to be a millionaire or manifesting this, like I get it. But what I've really, really, really fucking realized is like, you know, we talk about, oh, you, you know, think positively, be an energetic match. And like, I've done that shit while ignoring all of this going on in the background, thinking that once I got that money or had that success in my business, everything would fix itself. And then what happened was I literally did a 180, turned around and saw all the unworkability, all the inauthenticities of those relationships and realized, no, I need to clean this up. And that has nothing to do with manifestation. That's everything to do with me being in my humanness, having conversations, taking uncomfortable action, getting educated about finances, you know, swallowing my pride that I'm making significantly less money than I did last year in my business and not making any of that mean that I'm a shitty person or that I don't know what the fuck I'm doing as a coach or that I should be ashamed and I can only help people when I have certain things. Because if we always rely on our external environment, circumstances, success, evidence as the path to success or the evidence that we are successful, we have completely given our power away. Because the work that I've been pushed into doing this year around my relationships, you know, with, with, with the men in my life and with finances and with my business that has stripped everything away. And I've come back to the point of like, who the fuck am I if I don't have what it is that I want? Like, who am I? Who am I going to be if I don't have these certain goals or, you know, the, the money amount that I desire right now? Like, who the fuck am I? And it's that decision right there that has had me realized 
well, Kayla, if you're going to hide behind being ashamed or being defeated and and you're only going to come out and play when you have your shit together, like massive heavy air quotes on that last sentence, that's completely inauthentic. And people can smell that from a mile away. People can smell inauthenticity from a mile away. And so it's been incredibly humbling. And it really, again, coming back to the word of simplicity, it's very simple to look at if what we're doing and who we're being is in integrity with the vision that we have for ourselves. When I imagine the version of Kayla who has hired a team, who is selling offers passively, who has filled masterminds, who has a signature program that is is scaling and impacting women and entrepreneurs around the world, her fucking finances and her relationships are in check. That comes first. And so when I think about this and I visualize this as that sixth line on the roof or on the top of a cliff or whatever, wherever the fuck I am in my mind's eye, it's like, that's what I see. And so it's so funny because sometimes I feel like, and this can be contextual where people will say this, you want to, you want to know your vision and then you reverse engineer, but sometimes you really got to look at your foundation where you are right now and clean that up and that's what this year has been about because now that I've gone through the motion and I've had really uncomfortable conversations and I've you know seeked the help that I've never seeked before like going to therapy and allowing certain people to help me in my life it's like oh I can see that I'm building the correct foundation in order to actually then be able to authentically manifest what I will have capacity for and so one of the main reasons I wanted to record this episode is to normalize these challenging chapters that we go through, but also in the most loving way possible. I'm sure that there's people who needed to hear this episode to really look at your own shit, because if you are committed to your vision, you need to trust that when you go into your shit and you deal with it, that the right support will come through because you're doing the right thing for yourself. And that's what integrity is for you. And I kind of wish that I, I mean, I obviously had to go through this myself, but I I wish that I had more people around me to call me out in a way, because I think it would have just, things would have, wouldn't have gone so far, you know, maybe I wouldn't be losing sleep at night about my dad. Like maybe I could have had a conversation like way sooner with Guillaume about my finances and had more support. Like it's obviously in hindsight 22 looking back it suddenly it makes sense oh I could have done things differently but that's the fucking point is to learn to then do things differently moving forward because that's what you're creating you're not re you're not creating the pasting and you're creating a new future so it's interesting because I'm really excited to see what's going to happen in like six months from now and to look at all of this deep work that I'm doing right now And, you know, taking the time to pull back and just really sit with, like I said earlier, the feelings of doubt and shame and defeat and really sitting with that and seeing what it has to teach me because that's a form of self-love is when we have the willingness to sit in our humanness and realize that we can love ourselves even when we're not where we want to be or we haven't achieved what it is that we want or we're really going through some hard shit in life 
is when we accept those versions of ourselves, then we can take that with us into the full spectrum of us being the best version of ourselves. But sometimes I think we try to run away from ourselves. We try to run away from thinking, you know, we're a failure or that, you know, we look bad in front of others, whether that's our peers or potential clients or our family and friends. Like, we try to run away from ourselves. And I feel like that's what I was doing unconsciously just being so focused on the future and being so focused on my vision for my business and the things that I want to create. And I realized that one of the best things you can do is to stop running away from yourself. Because when you do that, it's an opportunity to be more connected to your intuition. And it's, it's, it's a little, it can be scary, like being in the eye of the storm, because it's like, well, if I stop running, what's going to happen? Like, I feel like I'm going to get consumed. I feel like it's going to be overwhelming. I feel like I'm going to be found out, but you don't actually know until you stop running. And so that's what I've been doing is I've like stopped running and I'm like, okay, it's time for me to do something different and get the support that I talked about, because when you do something different, something has to change. And that's, that's something, like I said, having a defined G-Center can take a minute to like embrace that and trust that and change the directions and shift my identity and how I see myself. So this was a story that kind of went all over the place and I wasn't sure what the heck was going to happen once I hit record on this episode. But just to kind of recap, you know, this really started, I mean, it started years ago in my childhood, obviously, with the trauma I just shared with you, but when I look at last year, when I decided this year, my two words to be collaboration and simplicity, things just fell apart and came together in the craziest fucking way. And it's been really heavy the last several months. And it's also been really beautiful because like I said, like different things are happening and I'm experiencing things I've never experienced before having transformational conversations And it's all part of the foundation of building something new going into 2024. So it's been a lot. It's been a lot. And I'm excited to continue sharing this journey. And if you're someone who listened to this and you're like, holy shit, like I really needed to hear this. Even if you listen to it like a year later or months later, like I would love to hear from you just because it just, it always feels nice to hear, you know, after being vulnerable, like somebody's like, oh, I've totally experienced that. Cause I just, it just brings humanity together. You know what I mean? So stay tuned. As I get more clarity, as I experience, you know, the modalities of therapy, I'm really curious to see what comes through. And I'll probably share a little bit more in depth of what I've been through and how I'm seeing it affect my life as an adult and how it's affecting my business as a business owner. Because you know, it's just, I'm one of those people, like, I will go into the fucking shit, like, I'm gonna fucking go in there, and it's so funny, last night I had a call, I'm in a money seminar right now as well, and I had a call with my group, and I was sharing what I was dealing with, and one of the people in my group was like, Kayla, I feel like you're just going to war with everything, and I, like, started laughing, and he's like, yeah, you know, you just, you just take it on, like, you're just going to war with it, and, and I was just, It was interesting. I heard him say that and I thought I could have pride in that being somebody who's resilient and keeps going. But also I was like, why does everything have to be so hard? (laughs) And I thought, what would it be like if I could just be at peace with it? And so that's been something I've been really navigating. I've been craving a lot of peace and uh, I have this thick gene key in my conscious earth 
and the city is peace. So we have conflict, diplomacy, and peace. And total side note, I got into numerology this month too. And uh, I've been reading on that and getting weekly emails. And this month, the theme for October is to be diplomatic. And I think that's absolutely hysterical because again, diplomacy is the gift of my conscious earth. And the earth is like what grounds you in life, right? So it's really interesting when you get into human design and gene keys and numerology and you, you're doing all these different things and they all come together in these really synchronistic ways. It's, it's so eerie and in such a really fascinating and inspiring way. So stay tuned. Thank you for listening. This is not a, a business episode formally, but I hope that you got some insights that are going to support you if you're in a difficult chapter right now. And just to encourage you to keep going but like I said that comment to me about Kayla you're going to war it's like how can I keep going gently what would that look like and I think that that's something that I'm really going to take on because there's a lot of fatigue right now is what I'm feeling but there's also hope to a new beginning and things shifting and changing sooner than expected in ways I never imagined I'm totally open to that so If you're going through similar things, if you resonate with this, now you know you're not alone. There's at least two of us. So here we go. I want to thank everyone for listening. I hope that you enjoyed this this share today. And of course, feel free to message me on Instagram at KaylaG or you can email me hello at KaylaG.com. I answer all my DMs and messages if you want to connect. And of course, if you can take a moment to subscribe to the channel and leave a review on social media, I would love that. Actually, this episode is the first one I've recorded since this happened, but last time I checked, this channel is in the top 3% globally, and I'm so honored, and I just want to thank you for that, and I want to, I want you to know that when you leave a review, this is what supports the channel. When people leave reviews, and it shows in the ethers that this channel is listened to and is making a difference for people, that's how it goes up in the rankings and how more people will see it so they can be supported. So thank you for leaving a review. I so appreciate you. And of course, stay tuned. There's going to be some great interviews coming in the next couple of weeks. And I will chat with you in the next episode.